Hey now, the Boston Bruins. <clears throat> All right, hockey season is officially here. And the Boston Bruins last night looked abysmal and terrible. In my 34 years, I've never seen such a despicable display of an opening night. Actually, I, you know, I don't remember. I don't remember an opening night being this bad. I also don't remember playing the Stanley Cup champions. Although I think we have done it multiple times, but I, you know, I could be wrong. I think we have done it multiple times. But this game was pathetic. At one point, I tweeted out, if you're not going to score, and you're not going to hit, and you're not going to fight, then I am not going to watch. The Bruins appeared to be slow, discombobulated, unable to turn up the heat, turn up the pressure. Tuka Rask looked abysmal. Tuka Rask looked like typical Tuka Rask when he's in a important game or a playoff game and he craps himself. Um, I would much rather us get rid of Tuka Rask at this point. I think he's a detriment. I think he's a he he is a magician at making you think he's a eight or nine out of ten goalie. But then at some point he puts his poopy diapers on, and poops his pants, and that's usually uh, in an important game or in the playoffs or somewhere along the line where it matters whether he plays an abundance of the games or half the games. I don't think it will matter. I think it's a situational thing and a mental thing with him. Very similar to, um, oh God, Luongo. It's very, it almost reminds me of Luongo pooping himself. Uh, Tuka Rask is very similar. Um, just put the backup in, which is, uh, I mean, he's, he's a backup that could be a number one on a, on a certain teams. He might be a seven out of 10 goalie, but you know, he's probably going to be a seven out of 10 in the playoffs. He might even be the type of goalie that turns into an eight or nine out of 10 deep into the playoffs. Whereas Tuka goes the other way. Oh, it's Yaroslav Halak. Jesus, I almost forgot Yaroslav Halak. When we, I found out we got him, I was like, damn. Because I liked Antoine, Anton Hadobin. I really liked him, man. He kind of reminded me of Tim Thomas a bit, so I enjoyed him. But yeah, every once in a while he had a collapse as well. Just kind of a... I don't know. But ho- ho- hopefully, uh, you know, Yaroslav Halak will uh, be able to eventually become the number one goalie because... Again, he may be a goalie that's a 7 out of 10 who becomes an 8 out of 10 in the playoffs, whereas Tuca a lot of times can be a 7 or 8 or 9 out of 10, but then he dives down into like somewhere into a 3 out of 10 Not all of a sudden. It's the weirdest thing. Very similar in a way to me. Uh, it's, too bad the Bru- it's too bad Tim Thomas hadn't have been 8 years younger and that we weren't talking about this was maybe Tim Thomas' last year or so in the Bruins. Because we could have used him on a run, man. That would have been nice. No Bruins showed fortitude to fight. I think one guy tried to fight earlier, and I don't even remember who it was on the Bruins. None of the Bruins stood up and tried to hit hard enough, tried to fight. This team sucks. Uh, they, they, Or at least they seem spineless to me. Thank God for Brad Marchand, the only one with balls on the team. The only one, and how dare the stupid NFL, the stupid, rather, NHL, the NHL moron fans, these dumb idiot hockey fans, and the dumb NHL who attacked Brad Marchand last night for being a bully or something. The guy's five foot eight. Lars Eller is like six two or six three. Brad Marchand is five eight or something. And this guy 
this douchebag Lars Eller is waving at everybody and being a douchehole to the Bruins bench on the way off. And so he got punched in the head for it. And stupid uh, crybaby, who's eventually not going to have a family over in Europe because they're going to let all the immigrants in and kill them all, uh, got upset. He got a little boo-boo on his head. He got a little bloody, didn't he? Because he couldn't fight a Canadian five foot eight guy. That's what happens when you live in Sweden or Denmark and you're pushing bread rolls around looking for where mama's milking the piggies out in the backyard. Yeah, you never had a fight in your life and you want to taunt a whole team on the bench while you're up seven to nothing. Lars Eller, you douchehole. I'm so happy you got your head punched in. Lars Eller. Okay? I hope the blood running down your head reminded you of your mother's period blood that you had to clean up when you were a kid. Okay? Lars Eller, you idiot. But uh, there you go. Who, I mean, by the way, it looked pathetic when they zoomed into the Washington Capitals banner into the ceiling because it was the only banner they have. It was just one lowly banner and then a bunch of silver ceiling. The re- it was so funny. Oh, my God, was it funny. You have one banner. Oh, my God, it was hilarious. I actually rooted for them over um, <clears throat> Vegas because I figured, you know, the Caps fans have been wanting it for so long. They deserve it over the cat over the Vegas Knights, who just became a team, you know, and had their team constructed. But uh, that's it, man. And now tonight, the Bruins are back at it again. We're going to find out what happens tonight. I hope you guys subscribe to my new channel here. I have been on YouTube for many years doing many other things. But I wanted to make a place where I just talk Boston sports. I used to do this. And I, I went off into doing other things uh, on YouTube, uh, getting 60,000 subs on one channel, thousands of subs on other channel, and, of course, uh, everywhere else that I am. So I hope that this uh, channel starts uh, picking up. I hope that you find this podcast, and I hope we do longer ones as we continue to experiment at what we can do and what I can do here. Tonight, the Bruins are uh, in action, as well as the Patriots. So I'm sure I'm going to have all that to talk about. If you like this podcast, you like this clip, and you want to hear more of it, hours of it, live calls, and all that other stuff with me, well, keep coming. Keep it. Well, don't keep coming. Keep coming to the channel. Uh, keep coming to the show. Clicking on it, liking it, sharing it, telling all your friends in Boston about it, calling the show wherever you are around the world listening to this. You might be a Bruins fan in Canada, around the world. I don't know. It might be a Patriots fan. We're going to talk about all the all, everything Boston sports. The Red Sox in action Friday night against the Yankees. I'm getting ready for that. Dude, my mouth, I am frothing right now. After the Bruins lost the other night, after the Bruins losing 7 to nothing in douchebag Lars Eller and and now the Bruins are playing tonight and then after and the Patriots are playing the Colts tonight. The Patriots are playing the crybaby Colts. What rules will they try to get the NFL to change tonight? You wonder with the Indianapolis Colts or as I call them, the Indianapolis crybaby pussbags. Because years ago, the Indianapolis Colts had the rules changed because the Patriots were too good at defense, so the Colts had the rules changed. Now, I said this a couple years ago and actually was met with, huh, from a lot of younger fans who are idiots and didn't remember this happening. But go back to uh, about 10 years back or maybe a little more and remember why the rules were changed in the NFL defensively. It was because the Colts, because the Patriots had such good defense, The Colts had the rules changed. Then the Colts pipe in their fan noise. And then the Colts uh, with their whole fake deflate gate allegations years ago. These guys have been crying since day one because they didn't get enough championships 
with one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, Peyton Manning. He came this close to being another Dan Marino, you dumb idiots. Your stupid state with Jerry Sandusky molesting kids. All right, you morons. Is that Penn State? I don't even know. Screw it. It's all the same to me. I'm mad. I'm in the Northeast where we don't do that. We we leave that to the Catholic priests up here, you idiots. Uh, but so I'm all pissed off about the Colts because every time I see the Colts and hear the Colts, that stupid horseshoe or whatever the hell it is, I hope that horse dies. And now Friday night, we got Yankees-Red Sox, which, um, which immediately makes my testosterone starts to bubble. It's starting to bubble like a volcano in Hawaii on a hot June night. I don't know what that means, but I'm I'm just I'm ready to go, man. I am jarred up. Yankees, Red Sox, Friday, Colts, crybaby Colts, Patriots tonight, Bruins in action after losing seven to nothing. Lars Eller's, Lars Eller's bleeding on himself. Anyway, that's all I got. I hope you guys subscribe, listen, download wherever podcasts are heard. There's going to be a lot more of these if this does well enough, and I want to be here for you all year. All right, I've been doing this a long time. I don't need to do anything else. I just need to sit here with all you Boston sports fans, and we'll talk about it, whether it's the Red Sox, Patriots, Bruins. We'll even talk about the damn Celtics, all right? I'll even talk about the Revolution if you want to talk soccer. We'll figure it out. We'll find a way to watch all this stuff. We'll we'll figure out a way to do it. All right, I'll see you guys later. I'm Joe Cronin. We'll see you next time. Uh, If you want to hit me up on Twitter, I am banned for life on Twitter. But you can hit me up on my other po- one of my other podcasts, Twitter accounts, which is at CorruptedPod, at CorruptedPod, and get a hold of me in the comments section. Goodbye.